0: This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 282, with Mike Hambright. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas, MC Lops here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at how actionable education, coaching, mentoring, and masterminds can help you achieve success. My guest in this episode is Mike Hambright. Mike is a real estate entrepreneur. He has purchased hundreds of houses over the past few years, along with his wife, Lindsay. Mike is a professional rehabber, wholesaler, and owns a rental portfolio of single family homes. Mike has mentored and coached other investors that are known to have purchased about 35,000 houses. Mike is also the founder of Flipnerd.com, the leading social platform for real estate investors in America, with over 70,000 subscribers. Mike is also the founder of PassiveRental.com, which helps people find, finance, and buy rental property portfolios as passively as possible in markets across the country. Mike also mentors and coaches real estate investors to find financial freedom through real estate investing via the Investor Machine, a best-in-class real estate investor coaching program. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobster or by email at info at And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja to 44222. I'm publishing weekly and daily videos on YouTube. You can check out all of my videos at youtube.com forward slash cashflow ninja. Please subscribe to my channel to get updates when I post these videos. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You'll learn how to buy, sell and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound and Investor, Even if you're just a beginner and how to apply blockchain technology to your business, you can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja forward slash be the bank. Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Very excited to have you on. As I mentioned, uh, I've spoken to quite a number of uh, of guests on the show in Cashflow Ninja and uh, your name keeps popping up. You got to talk to Mike. So pretty excited uh, to connect and having you on. Mike, for my listeners uh, that are not familiar with you and your company and what you do, can you please share a little bit about your background and journey?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It used to be <laughs> That used to be an easier question to answer. It's gotten a little more complicated over time. I probably have I've caused a lot of that complication, but for about 10 years now, I've been a real estate investor and uh, I kind of left corporate America around that time and usually refer to myself as a corporate refugee, kind of my wife as well. So we just kind of left and wanted to burn our bridges and never turn back, turn, not burn our bridges, but burn the boats, if you will, right. and never turn back. And we never have. And so, um, you know, we started off as investors, still investors, but over uh, the last 10 years, we've built a rental portfolio. Uh, we have uh, been really heavily involved in coaching and mentoring for a long time, have a lot of success stories, literally thousands of success stories. And then about four years ago, I launched a podcast myself called FlipNerd, the FlipNerd uh, uh, Real Estate Show. And and uh, and we ha- and from that, we have a couple of other podcasts that have kind of popped up and some have come and gone. But all in all, we have over 1,500 uh, video podcasts. And uh, and we have FlipNerd.com, which is a real estate investor platform. We have about 100,000 subscribers on that. Listen to our shows and follow our content, and we share lots of lessons and action-oriented content. So, at a high level, that's uh, that's that's kind of what I do.
0: No, exciting stuff. So, as when you got into real estate and you were still in the corporate world, what were some of the first steps? How did you get started?
1: Well, I wasn't still in the corporate world. So, my story, if I can step back a little bit, is um, I worked for a large uh, a large retail company. That was a multi billion dollar company, a fortune, probably Fortune two fifty company, that literally is gone today. It's mm-hmm. just gone. Uh, but at the time, um, you know, we were flying high. I had a really great job and uh I worked directly for the CEO of the company, had a really unique kind of position and opportunity, which was really cool while I was there. But one day he got fired and uh you know, uh, politics, it was all political and, you know, a bunch of, uh, there's a lot of politics in corporate America, especially at high levels. And so it was really my first exposure to that. But most importantly, I was, I was next in line because I was his outspoken right-hand man. They were kind of just, you know, now, now tens of thousands of people have lost their jobs ultimately. But, um, so that was my first, that was my first time ever being fired from anything or like rejected in a way like that, you know, and it was, it was nothing personal ultimately. Uh, and ultimately it led to lots of good things. So in hindsight, you know, you look back and like, at the time I felt like terrible, but now it's like, man, I'm glad that happened. Cause it got me here to wherever I am today. But, uh, but yeah, so that was my first experience with what, I, what I kind of say, corporate America let me down. And, um, and then I went to work for another company for about 18 months. Uh, we were flying high. The company was just growing like crazy. It was a kind of a startup, but it had grown to about 500 million in sales from, you know, nothing a few years earlier. But the problem is, is they weren't profitable. So then they filed for bankruptcy. And, uh, and at that time, you know, I left, I I left, I didn't, I wasn't forced to leave. They went through the bankruptcy process and companies don't shut down. They just change things. Uh, They don't, sometimes they shut down, but in this instance, they still were around for a couple of years and got acquired by an investment company. But truthfully, the heydays and the growth stuff was gone. At that point, it was just like, let's maintain and squeeze all this out of, out of it as we can. So I knew that was happening. So I left. Um, and at that point, I was like, you know, corporate America had let me down again. And here we are. It was kind of late 2007 with the market taking a downturn. And I just had to make the decision. Am I going to go back and work for the man or am I going to do something else? And, uh, and my wife, uh, at that point, literally when I left that job, my son was three months old. And wow. so here I am like my wife and I've been married for about three years at that point. So I'm kind of a new husband, you know, honestly, she left her consulting job to have my son and she was making more money than I was, but she just hated her job. I mean, she traveled a hundred percent and just like hated it. And, uh, So here we are faced with two people that could go back into corporate America and do fine financially and just have to weather the ups and downs of markets and maybe losing jobs and things like that. Or we can do something different. And, you know, I'd always been kind of entrepreneurial, but had never started a business. And I'd always had an interest in real estate investing, but had never done anything about it. And it was just that time where we said, Hey, are we going to, are we going to do this again? Like we're going to go back into corporate America and figure this out. And yeah, you know, we took several months to, to, of trying to figure stuff out. Kind of looking for jobs a little bit on the side. Kind of looking at real estate off the MLS, which I never look at the MLS now. But back then, I didn't know. And um, and ultimately, we just decided to go all in on real estate, and that was kind of mid two thousand eight. So that's uh that's the uh, cliff notes version of my life <laughs> over the past ten years, I guess.
0: Yeah. So now, from a philosophical approach to investing and building wealth through real estate. What uh, what are some of the, the approaches that you follow uh, philosophically? Yeah. And is there a checklist that you draw from in your decision-making and evaluating opportunities that come uh, come your way? Yeah, we're, very, we're kind of a, what I guess I'll call a classical uh, classically
1: trained single-family house investor. So we try to buy at a deep discount. We, we spend a lot of money on advertising, a lot of effort generating leads directly from sellers. So we don't often buy a lot from other investors. Because uh, we kind of try to go deep, deep to the source, right to the source. And so, you know, from a fundamental standpoint, our what that means is our business is much more around marketing and operations. And the real estate investing is kind of a byproduct of that. So we're really focused on lead generation. And, and that's what I teach as well. Um, yeah. So from a wealth building standpoint, I mean, we really got in this business. I think most people that get in this business Realize pretty quickly if they didn't get into this to build a rental portfolio or to build some um, some cash flowing assets that you can never get off the treadmill if you're only wholesaling and rehabbing. You might make a lot of money and do really well, and we have, but unless you're stuffing some away every once in a while, then the music will stop if you stop advertising or you go on vacation or something like that. Everything's going gonna, everything's to gonna stop. Right. And so, you know, we, we have a, a nice little rental portfolio that we it took a long time to build, but we kind of cherry picked deals that we thought would be good rentals. And um, our approach has been, you know, a lot of folks with rentals either focus on levering it as much as they can forever to kind of squeeze out as much cash flow right now, or they focus on paying off debt aggressively to get it to where it's free and clear. And we're kind of on the latter half of that. So we built up a pretty nice rental portfolio and it uh, honestly will probably be paid off and in, in full in the next five years. and uh, And so that's kind of our approach.
0: Very nice. So, was there a particular reason or something that drawed you to the single family uh, real estate niche as opposed to some of the other areas within real estate?
1: It's it's interesting because a lot of people that that come from outside of real estate assume that real estate is real estate, and so you know. But uh, I know multifamily guys that know nothing about single family, and I'm one of the single family guys that other than some intuitive stuff, know very little about multifamily or commercial. I mean, I have, I, I, I'm blessed to have friends that are usually the leading experts in all of those areas across the country. But no, it's just kind of, I think it started off as just what I know. Like everybody kind of knows single family houses. Mm. They understand the economics of it a little bit easier. But yeah, it's interesting that, that we talk about it. I haven't really talked about this much uh, with a lot of people, but my intention is uh, through a friend of mine that's a multifamily expert to do a deal with him this year uh, to go in on a deal together, where we'll probably buy something between ten and twenty million dollars. So, um, in hindsight, I wish I had done that earlier. Uh, but really, single family is my bread and butter, and so I think now that we've got that, uh, now that we've got it down, it's always there's always challenges. But um, we now that we've kind of built up some wealth and had some pretty good uh, success with what we're doing here, we have opportunity to make investments in other areas.
0: Very very nice now, uh, what is your view on the real estate market in general in the United States? I know it's very market specific. Yeah. Are there some markets that you prefer that you uh, uh, or above others? Uh, what right. are some of your thoughts
1: yeah i um so I don't really keep my ear you know I guess my ear is to the ground more than the average person just because I have a great network and because of my show and all the relationships I have around the country but um, I'm here in Dallas now Dallas seemingly can do no wrong so I don't really think there's a lot of end in sight with Dallas. I think the only thing that would kind of change things dramatically here and in most of the country, maybe outside of the coasts, is um, something significant from an economic standpoint with the dollar uh, or like a macro and economic issue that would impact the economy. But in markets in the South and Southeast and Texas, areas like that, like, you know, um, there's so much influx of population. Dallas has massive companies that are moving here and bringing thousands or tens of thousands of people with them and the builders haven't caught up yet. And so I think this is, uh, this market is, is pretty stable. I know a lot of people, I mean, I've honestly, for years I've said the opposite. of like, wow, how much longer can this go? We're probably going to see a downturn in the next couple of years. Although yeah. I'm not an economist, so I don't know that, but it just seems like the fundamentals are aligned here for this to be a pretty strong market for a long time. But um, in terms of other parts of the country, yeah, like you said, every market's a little bit differently. I, I would always be worried of the coasts, especially like California. So the high end markets, because uh, they're the first ones, they're the first ones, you know, when they uh, catch a cold, when they, whatever they say, when they, when they get a cold, the rest of us start to feel it. So uh, but I think we're okay for now. Okay. But Go I ahead. have no, I have no authority to say that. So but
0: <laughs> don't don't take my word for it. <laughs> You're listening to Mike Hambright on the Cashflow Ninja Podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja Podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. can access an exclusive webinar at CashflowNinja.com forward slash be the bank. You're listening to Mike Hembright on the Cashflow Ninja Podcast. And now back to our interview. Now, one thing that I do love about your website too at flipner.com is um, uh, all the different resources that you guys had. You mentioned the video podcast, the education. And what I enjoy and appreciate is it it's actionable education. And then yeah. there's also um Uh, then there's also coaching and mentorship and masterminding, which even if you do get the actionable education, the next step is like, okay, how do I do this? You know, I know I have to jump, but how exactly how do I jump? Where's the right. parachute? What parachute do I need? You know, all that kind of right, stuff. Right. And you kind of produce that next step too. Can you talk about the importance of masterminds of coaching and mentorship that has played yeah, in your I, life? And then I'll give bit you a couple of
1: too I mean, I, I practice what I preach. So I can tell you, what. we sell, we sell coaching. Uh, we sell some really high end coaching that we mm-hmm. really hold people's hands with. And, um, and I have some masterminds that are really high end masterminds, not cheap. Like we we have one, uh, one, we have two masterminds. One basically, it's if you're doing fifty deals a year or more, or you're doing fifty deals a year or less. Gotcha. And um, we had our uh, meeting a couple weeks here. Investor Fuel is our uh, fifty deals a year or more. And uh, I mean, I, I think if all the members were here right now, they would be just heralding like how awesome it is to be around like minded people. And you know it doesn't really take much. Uh, one little tip could mean tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars to you once you have a business that's doing volume. And so, um, you know, I think with Flipner, this is—I say this often now. I didn't always—I didn't always know quite know this, but I know it now. After having done hundreds of shows, uh, my interview show is our main show. We've done, in fact, I'm I'm about to do another uh, show here when we're done. I'll record another show, but we're over 400 episodes now, uh, in their interview style where I'm interviewing other experts and we're sharing ideas. And, and, um, you know, I think my biggest asset over the years has just become my network. Truthfully. I mean, I know a lot of people say your network is your net worth. And for me, that's absolutely true. And we've spent uh, years and a small fortune building a platform to allow that to happen. Um, but yeah, surrounding yourself with other people that are like-minded, uh, that are, hopefully ahead of you generally, like they have, you know, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Um, but it's critical to your success. And I think a lot of real estate investors fail because they give up too early or they get stuck and they don't have anybody to turn to. And so, um, we buy high-end coaching programs. My wife bought a program a few weeks ago for $35,000. Like we, you know, we practice what we preach. We believe in, in these things. And, uh, so I've probably spent nearly a million dollars on Coaching and royalties. I had to pay for being associated with other people and programs and uh, mentoring and stuff ourselves and so Right uh, I know that that's moved the needle for us very fast and so you know I can honestly say while we have other programs ourselves that we we very much practice what we preach
0: No, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that you touched on and that you guys uh, that you mentioned too is not the ability to generate leads and marketing what are right. some of the strategies that you're using currently? There might be some real estate investors listening to us right now that sure. that, that might pique their interest. What's working for you right now? And, and what are some of the things that you, that you guys tried uh, that, that didn't work out so well?
1: Oh, yeah. We've tried lots of things. Uh, we primarily focus now on direct mail and online advertising, pay-per-click advertising generally. Um, so that's, that's most of our focus. And that's most, most of what I teach As well. But yeah, we've tried all sorts of stuff from bird dogs to sticking post-it notes on doors, like five or 10,000 a day, like in mass, just having companies go hand them out. We've tried lots of things. And, uh, I think that's one of the things that's interesting about this business back to the networking is when you get around other people that have tried lots of things and they can say like, I can, there's things that I've tried that I can definitively tell people now. If you're thinking about doing that, don't do it. It's a waste of time right? and and save me a lot of money and a lot of grief and vice versa. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, you know, we're in a business where with advertising and lead generation, nothing works particularly well. You just have to be consistent and do a lot of it. And eventually a small number of things that pop out the other end of the funnel uh, could could mean big dollars for you. So there's nothing. There is no silver bullet. You just have to do right. a lot of things consistently, and good things start to happen.
0: What were some of the platforms that you guys have focused on? Obviously, you have a fantastic presence on YouTube. Um, were there any other uh, platforms that you guys uh, have found has, has produced some some results for
1: FlipNerd or for our? So FlipNerd really is Flip. kind of totally separate from our house buying business. Okay. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, for the house buying business. Yeah. So. Um, You know,
1: we've just uh, primarily direct mail and uh, pay-per-click is what we've done in the past. Now, I do think there's some opportunity to do more with social media and some people are starting to kind of crack the code on how to use Facebook for generating seller leads, which historically is kind of tough because you can't, you know, if you're, Google is one thing. If somebody's doing a search for sell my house fast or I recently got divorced, how do I sell my house? Like those keywords, you can buy those keywords and show up as results on Facebook, Facebook really isn't a search platform. So it's not really, um, you know, you can't, you can show ads to people based on age and based on where they live zip code. You know, you can geographically target people and you can target them based on what kind of age and some other factors, interests. But you know, if somebody has, if somebody is, uh, moving mom into assisted living, like it's hard to find that person. Right. Uh, Cause there's no like interest in assisted interest in moving parents into assisted living. Like that doesn't exist in Facebook. So right. find way, other ways to target them. But there's a few people that are getting close to kind of cracking the code on, on that and how to use social media in some new ways.
0: Very, very interesting. Uh, now Mike, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset values and principles to future generations, not just money, So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be?
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. We we just went through a process where we defined our core values as a company um, and and as part of our kind of five-year goal planning and then we backed into what we're doing over 90 days. But the first part was to define our core values. And it's interesting that I, we were just doing this recently after being in business for almost 10 years. It's not that we didn't have values before, they just weren't clearly defined. And so I would say my core values that we've defined are um, a summary of what we've had all along, but now my team understands it. We'll probably get it in a way to where we can frame it and put it on the wall to where everything we do, we just say, does that fit our core values? You know, if we ever question it, like we're hiring somebody, we had an interview today with somebody we're looking to add to our team. And some of the time, when we're going through the process, I'm thinking to see if does this person fit my core values. Is he saying things that lead me to believe that he's in line with that, or, or not? And uh, also, I have a 10 year old son, and so we think a lot about like him because right, he's it, the years go by fast. You have kids, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, right. so our core values, I, ha- I literally have them right here. So the first one is uh, giving. We're very focused on even when we buy houses, like we're trying, we're truly trying to help people. We're trying to make a difference, and what we found is, although we're in the real estate investing business, none of it will happen unless we're helping people. And so we try to position ourselves to let our investing business, in uh, our coaching business, and the masterminds, everything else we do, to be um, our success to be a byproduct of having helped somebody else. So we're very focused on kind of giving and truly caring about people that we're working with or trying to help. Yep. Um, the second one is uh, is basically just hard work. So we believe a lot in, my wife and I are, um, we are huge believers in um, personal responsibility and doing whatever it takes to get the job done. So we work very hard, have a really stern work ethic. And that's important to me in people that we work with, not necessarily customers that we're helping. I can't make them hard workers, but people that are on our team, they have to be hardworking and be willing to do whatever it takes. And that's something we want to instill in our son is like, I don't care if you're a brilliant scientist or anything that you want to do, if you have a hard work ethic, I know that it'll always work out, ultimately. And uh, we actually have four core values. But, so the third one here is just integrity and honesty. It's, this is a business and an industry, unfortunately, that has a lot of, it's had, not a lot, it has some bad apples that have kind of made the industry, you know, tarnished the industry. And so we think integrity and honesty, always just doing the right thing, even if it means you lose or you lose money or whatever it takes, you should always do the right thing. And then the last one is loyalty. So we try to build relationships with people that we're very loyal to and are loyal to us. And it just reciprocates each other to where every relationship we get into, we go into it with the intention that this is a lifetime relationship, unless something were to happen. But we go into it with that mindset of, you know, trying to not be too quick to judge somebody, but letting, letting them know that we want to be together for a long time. We want to work this out for a long time because it's hard to find meaningful relationships These days, right? I mean, we're all connected. That we have thousands of friends on Facebook, but you probably can't meet more than twenty of them, right? There you go. Hey, let's let's develop some deep relationships with our business partners and
0: um, employees and things like that. So, anyway, that's uh, that's uh, those are our core values. No, I appreciate them and appreciate you sharing them. Now, Mike, you've spoken about personal development and the importance of growth and masterminding. Uh, What are you currently studying right now? Uh, What skill sets are you trying to add? And what are you excited about in uh, 2018?
1: Yeah, I think pretty much everything I do now is um, is through other people. So, our coaching students, we do deals together, and I'm try as I try to grow. It's like I don't, I don't. I used to just try to do my own thing. We're going to advertise, we're going to buy houses ourselves, we might sell them to other people, but it was never focused on if I show other people how to do this, then they win and I win. I can scale that endlessly. Based on our core values that we just talked about, if if I truly try to give and I I believe that in everything we do now, there's very little that I'm trying to do anymore that isn't kind of with or through other people to where they benefit in the process and so if I had to kind of develop, a say what my theme is for the year, it would be very much on trying to um, build partnerships and relationships with people around me to, to where we can do great things together and neither of us could do it without each other.
0: Fantastic. Well, Mike, uh, where can my listeners learn more about you? Where can they find you, follow you on social media, listen to your amazing shows, um, and stay in, and just informed of all of the projects that you're involved with?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I probably use Facebook more than I should. So you could uh, look me up on Facebook, Mike Hambright. Uh, you could follow us on Flipner.com. We release new shows every week and have, uh, like I said, over 1,500 shows in the can, if you will. And so you can find that on Flipner. We publish blogs and all sorts of other information. Uh, I know you mentioned, we mentioned the mastermind. If, you, if you're doing more than 50 deals a year right now and you're interested in a high level mastermind, we know we're going to cap our membership and we think we'll be there by the end of this year. So uh, we only allow one or two people per market depending on the size of the market. So we've already have quite a few markets that are full where we're just not adding anybody else in those markets. So that, that's investorfuel.com. And if you're doing less than 50 deals and you're interested in coaching or our uh, mastermind at that level, you could go to uh, theinvestormachine.com to learn more.
0: Fantastic. Well, Mike, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you and appreciate connecting. And thank you for providing so much value for my listeners.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me on. And I hope everybody, you know, if I have to give any kind of final words, it would be to just go out and make it happen. There, there's a lot of people in this world that give up way too early and are not totally committed. But once you lose your job a couple of times or you're never going to lay on your deathbed and say, I wish I had never taken that risk. You're going you're gonna to have some regrets that you had taken on some risks, taken on some challenges. and tried to live a better life ultimately and help help others more. So go out there and make it happen. Absolutely.
0: Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja and thank you for all of your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja gosh good newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to four. 222 Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually but also diversify their capital from any economic, market and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you now can also participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies, and also includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You will learn about how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms.